Hello, everybody, and welcome to MarTech Masters. I have Chris Savage with me today. It's such a pleasure to have you here from my home video studio. And where are you, Chris? Um, yes, so I'm here in my basement, aka my bunker, aka uh, my gym and uh, my old couch. So yeah, I've been set up here um, while we're all working from home, um, which is which has been working out well. Awesome, awesome. Again, thank you for for joining us today. Uh, I know we did another recording of this before the pandemic, and of course, we wanted to make sure that we now talk about what are the things that people are doing with video. This is especially important for people nowadays. People are using more video than ever, and and I wanted to get a, a take from you on what's going on with the video world. How is Wistia helping? But first of all, for people who don't know who you are, which there's not a lot, uh, can you tell us a little bit of who you are, what your company does, and, and how you can help? Yeah. Um, so I, I co-founded a company called Wistia, where I'm the CEO, uh, almost 14 years ago with my co-founder, Brendan Schwartz. And basically, we make tools to help people connect better with video, uh, mostly focused on marketers like understanding how your video is performing, integrating into the rest of your marketing stack. Um, managing, publishing, distributing, syndicating content to, to like market with your content better. And then we also have a, a product called Soapbox, which allows you to really quickly make professional looking videos. Um, and that's a Chrome extension. And so, yeah, that's what we do. And um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot going on right now. We've seen a lot of things change since this entire, anyone who's fortunate enough to be able to work from home has been working from home. Definitely. And you know, now these are, these are trying times. Everybody's trying to work from home. A lot of people that never work from home are trying to make it happen. Uh, other people that have been, you know, remote or had the ability to do it um, can use some of the tools. But one of the things that we want to help people is what are the tools and what are the things that they can do to do better video, to use video to be more human? Do you have any tips? I know you've been working with video and communicating with different companies that use video in different ways. What are the best ways to use, use video today to be like more human, to connect yeah, yeah. in this world today? Yeah, I think the big thing is, uh, you know, if you're a company that had a lot of meetings during the day, those could be internal meetings or meetings with clients to get business or whatever it is, like, it is very hard to live in this world and have meetings nonstop. It is the, the, the energy that comes from connecting with somebody in person is is you can still get energy from connecting on the web, but it's just different. And so um, what we have seen is a very large shift in, of course, people are moving things online and making them live, but we've seen a, quite a large shift in our numbers uh, looking at people using asynchronous video to communicate. So what that means is um, Soapbox is an example of a, a tool that does this, like we can quickly create these videos. We're seeing tons of people quickly create videos for their clients. Uh, sometimes they're one-to-one, -one, one-to-many, um, things for partners, things for internal communication. And the idea is like, you can get the emotional tone across in the video that uh, you would have been trying to get across in person. So when you're trying to make up for this lack of all of these in-person connections, I think that's been super important. Um, and then we've seen a lot of people look to content in this moment because advertising, how do you even advertise during a pandemic? It doesn't make sense. Um, you know, demand for a lot of products is down dramatically. And I think what that means is that like when we're interacting with brands right now, we're looking for different things. Like 
the brands that we do interact with, we want them to be genuinely helpful. We want them to be genuinely educational or like entertaining to help us like forget what's happening. And uh, that has meant a really big shift. We've seen a, a huge number of our clients shift towards more content in this moment because if you're rely, relying on organic sharing, if the content's good, it's going to take off and it's not, no one's going to see it. But like, that's actually pretty good right now because uh, if you are putting out ads and they're not in touch with what's happening, you're going to get a, a backlash. Definitely, definitely. We've seen horror stories already of marketing brands that had, you know, brands that were doing marketing uh, in a way that they either had automation or things that were already going out and you have to, you have to keep the tone. The tone is so important nowadays. Uh, and everybody, if you have any automation, pause it right now, review what you're doing and maybe add some video to those touches because it's going to make it more human and, and connect in a better way. Right. Right, Chris. That's right. And I think there's another thing that's happening in this moment, which is no one can shoot stuff, uh, together in person. So the production quality expectations have changed more than they've ever changed, right? Like, um, I'm, I'm a fan of a lot of the late night shows and, yeah. um, you know, I, I would, yeah, I would watch them before, but like, I wouldn't watch every episode and, you know, it's like when I saw a good clip on there or whatever, and if you see what all of those folks are doing, um, they have basically started by shooting on their iPhone or iPad, um, horrible lighting, but they're just putting content out there and yeah. they're slowly getting better. But I think what's happening is like, we now have a level playing field. And so it's a lot of people who, um, I've been talking to groups of, of companies and founders and stuff since the pandemic has started because this question is coming up, like how do we communicate in this world? And a lot of people I've talked to are people who have been afraid to make video in the past because they're afraid it's gonna hurt their brand. Well, guess what? For the first time ever, <laughs> like your production quality, like I'm in a basement. <laughs> yeah. I'm in my living room, by the way. Wait. Yeah, you're in your living room in front of a ton of typewriters. <laughs> um, this is not what I would have ever thought I would do or have chosen to do, but it's the reality of the situation. And I think um, that's what we're all looking for right now. And that means I think that there's, for a lot of people who have been afraid to adopt video, it's actually like, one, you're going to get the benefits of the asynchronous communication right now. But two, because the playing field is leveled, you can start to try things that you wouldn't be able to try before and you can fail in obscurity much more easily right now and not feel like you're hurting your brand. And, and, and that's a great segue to my next question, which is how can Soapbox help someone? Because you mentioned you can start doing it at home. You can do it with your laptop. You have already a webcam and microphone. You're pretty much ready to go. You can start creating videos today and Soapbox can help with that, right? Yeah, Soapbox can help enormously with that. I mean, Basically what Soapbox does, it records your webcam and your screen at the same time, and then allows you to add simple transitions between them. So you can start by having it just be the webcam, or then you can it, or you can switch it to your screen, it'll slide over and it'll show the screen, or you can show one third you and two thirds your screen. And all you're doing is adding the same types of transitions that are added during live television. That's it. Like live TV, if they never cut away from the anchor, it would get pretty boring. You'd see some people like drinking things and, you know, writing things on paper and like turning around and they hide all that stuff by switching between the different live angles. And that's Soapbox lets you do that really easily. And so in a moment when you're trying to figure out how to make stuff that looks more professional, um, it's an easy way to do it. You can start with a webcam, go to your screen, show the presentation you want to show to somebody. They felt that connection to you and you're able to cover up as you check your notes or whatever.
it's it's creating your own b-roll right and you can you can have a slideshow presentation you can have another video ready to go uh, you can have your screen showing websites. Uh, we've been doing this for, for a couple of years now and helping companies set this up, not just for marketing. And, and so that's the other part of it. Salespeople um, have been using videos for a long time now. Uh, and if you probably you have to now because you can't actually meet in person. So Soapbox is the perfect way to set up a video in two seconds. You record it two minutes, put it on in a copy paste, directly from Soapbox into an email uh, and then you send it as a video voicemail or as a cat, you know, touching base, understanding, you know, trying to keep people moving through, uh, through the process, through the sales process. But it also helps for customer service, for all kinds of messages. Right now we're working with a, with a healthcare provider that needs to go into telemedicine and uh, we're having the doctors record videos with Soapbox from their houses. This is something that they would have never done before. And yeah. that's, that's amazing, you know? Uh, so this is also a good opportunity to get more people to use video and get into that, um, that human connection, right? Yeah, I think it's always like one of those things like, oh, I wanna do that, but when I'm gonna have the time and it, you know, you just, you just get it done and figure it out. I mean, for us, like, you know, we've been working from home for over four weeks now. We're based in Boston and we, we made the decision to close the office when there was eight cases, um, but it was growing exponentially. and we are a company that has built an in-person culture, right? And so like of 120 folks, we did have some people who were remote, maybe like 10, 15, but it's still a very different thing. We never would have said, all right, everybody, go work remotely for an indefinite amount of time and see what happens. But you do it and you figure it out and you change your habits and you change your behaviors and rely more on asynchronous communication. You start to figure that stuff out. And I think that everybody is facing this in a different way right now. Um, and I think, yeah, for because video, especially asynchronous video, can allow you to communicate with somebody who is at home, who has kids and can't make the meeting at the same time and all those types of things. Um, I think that's why we've seen such a, such a big increase there. That's awesome. So um, we, we've talked about brand affinity marketing over and over again. And, and, and I think brand affinity, it's, it's more important now than ever considering how everybody's going through a crisis and we're all trying to help each other um, and tone needs to be important. How can you do brand affinity marketing in these tough times and, and maybe define brand affinity for whomever haven't heard about brand affinity uh, marketing? And, 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 and again, what are the different ways that you can continue to do brand affinity marketing and get people to love your brand during these tough times? I think, yeah, I agree with you. Brand is more important than ever. Like the actions that companies take right now during this pandemic are going to be the things that people remember. And I think with your brand, you have to try to figure out like how, what conversations do you have the right to enter in this moment and entering the wrong conversations um, is not going to be good for you because people will remember that um, that you tried to, to talk in a, in a place where you don't really have the right to talk on the opposite side. If there's topics like where your brand is an expert, where you can talk about something differently or more humanly or whatever, then I think that you can jump in and have those conversations. Brand affinity and brand affinity marketing is simply the idea of focusing on trying to build a stronger connection with your audience as opposed to just building awareness. And when you build a really, really strong connection, you end up with brand advocates that are going to recommend you, tell other folks about you, stick with you in hard times, all those types of things. And brand affinity is just, it's, it's created through time spent with a brand. 
And so that can be using a product, that could be getting you know soapbox videos from somebody, that can be going to an event. Um, and we think that like the pinnacle of this is content that is binge worthy, and that's content that looks like podcasts and shows, where if someone really connects with a podcast or connects with the show, and they can continue to, uh, I gotta stop these alerts here. This is getting out of control. Um, and this is what happens when we're home. Um, and they continue to interact with your brand. They can spend more and more time. They can build a stronger connection. Um, and then you can just build legions of those ad- advocates. That's the idea. Of course. And, and of course, you know, in, the, in these times, um, we always talk about video series as a, an incredible way to fuel brand affinity marketing. Um, what kind of, you know, advice do you have for video series? Should we, should people pause their video series? Should people change the tone of the video series? Yeah. Tell me what you've heard from other people doing this. So I would say you need, have to be aware of the tone. Um, you know, a brand exists in the context that it's in and the context for everyone just changed. We're in, so given that you have to reevaluate uh, the tone and the messages you're putting out there. Some stuff is going to do way better than ever um, cause, because consumption right now is way up. Um, mm-hmm. We're hearing this like across every single platform. You know, Netflix has been forced to reduce the quality of their streaming in Europe because it was taking up too much bandwidth. I think I saw that Disney Plus was like 18% of all bandwidth in England or something like that. Like it's crazy how much content people are consuming and people want to consume things that are going to entertain them, distract them from what's going on and educate them. And depending on the person, there's a lot of folks who are using this moment uh, to start something new or to learn something they might not have learned otherwise. And so I think when you're thinking about the content you're making, you can definitely still make content. It's a great time to make content if you can figure out how to do it at home. And it all comes back to what are those conversations you can enter and what should the tone be? Um, But already I've seen a huge uptick in people creating podcasts because you're not going to know where the podcast was created. Like you create a podcast now and the episodes come out in six months. No one knows when you started recording them. Um, And I've also seen, you know, I think many more niche shows where people are, are dialing in on something so hyper specific around like how you're going to learn something right now. Um, All of the creator platforms, teachable, Kajabi, all of those folks are seeing huge masses of people coming in and creating courses and getting out there and trying to figure out like how to get their message out to the world. So there is a lot of demand. It's just it's just shifted a lot. And I think if you're in a segment where it hasn't shifted or it shifted really negatively, you have to look at that and say, like, is there a way that I can enter a totally different conversation um, and get people to connect with my brand? Definitely, definitely, definitely. So one of the things I wanted to ask you is uh, how- We've we've seen people using just their webcams and and doing it with their computers. Even Jimmy Fallon has you know bad lighting and and and, and a bad microphone, but it's still engaging content. And of course, there's value to engaging content. Is there value to the quality? If you can, you know, and not even spend money, but connect a DSLR camera or something to your computer. Um, or have a soapbox station, which, by the way, we have an article explaining how to put it together. And mm-hmm. it all came from Wistia and how Chris Levine put it all together uh, for the world to use. Uh, is there value to quality in these times where everybody's doing video? Uh, yeah, there is value to quality, certainly. I think it's the range of possible quality is just like 
is very different, right? Like, you used to have this giant range of things, and now we're all stuck over here. Um, and I think the question is just, like, if quality creates confidence, I think. So, like, if, if you look at yourself and you feel like you look good and you're well-lit um, and you're well-framed, that creates confidence for the, the person speaking, and that makes it easier to, to put a message out there. So I, I feel like that is the one part where quality does matter. And like, um, you know, we're doing this office out of office hours thing every Tuesday and Thursday at noon. And you can call and ask questions with Chris Levine. And a big part of that is like, can we help people get set up with like, how do you set up a light or how do you set up the right camera in this moment? Um, because I think like you can make a big, big difference. I mean, this is my basement, right? And I have a DSLR and I have a light and I changed the... Um, I changed all the bulbs in here to be hue bulbs so I could dial in the color. It would be okay, I think, to do this without that. Yeah. It just looks much worse, and I am more self-conscious about the space. Uh, and so it's, like, worth it to me to, to up the quality. Of course. Of course. And it's not a huge investment. If you're a company doing a lot more video now, you, for a very low investment, you can ramp up the, the quality and also yeah. differentiate yourself with all, everybody else creating video, right? So if your videos look better, they have better lighting, better sound, then you will look better. And that goes back to your brand, right? It connects yes. with your brand, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Awesome. awesome. So again, thanks, Chris, for all of this. This is usually the time where we say whatever you want to say, whatever you have as a message in these times uh, where everybody's at home, everybody's doing, what's your message to the world? What's your message from Wistia? I know you guys are helping a lot and I know you guys don't, don't push that a lot, but if, if you want to share some of that stuff, please go ahead. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we've made Wistia free for anyone who's working directly on COVID-19 um, for educators, if they want to use Soapbox or Wistia to create um, course videos and stuff like that for hospitals that are directly impacted. Um, so if you're in one of those groups and you want to try Wistia or Soapbox, uh, just email us at support at Wistia.com. I would say, like, my my message is the same message I think it should be everyone's message, which is, like, stay home, take care of each other, take care of your family, um, take care of your friends, like, check in with folks, connect with them way more um, I think when we look back on this in five years and 10 years, like, I hope we look at it and say like, wow, we all took care of each other. And I mean, we see signs of that already happening, which is amazing. Uh, people doing grocery shopping for each other and things like that. Um, but yeah, I think that's, what's most important. And, uh, I just encourage everyone, you know, stay strong. Like we can do this. Thank you, Chris, again. And thank you for joining us today. Um, and, uh, again, Soapbox is free no matter what. So people can start doing that today. Uh, but again, thank you for opening the, the Wistia platform for everybody trying to help uh, with this crisis. And thank you for everything you've done for us and, and our partnership. We couldn't uh, be here in a, in a good place during a crisis without partners like you. So I really appreciate it. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, so excited you guys are partners too. And uh, yeah, can't wait to... Can't wait to get to the other side of this whole thing. Definitely, definitely. And stay safe, okay? Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. This episode of MarTech Masters was produced and edited by Nextony Marketing. To watch the series, visit our website at nextonymarketing.com. Subscribe to our channel to keep up to date with the latest news from our friends and MarTech Masters.